When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. We are here to uh, recap the uh, action on Wednesday and get you ready for Thursday's action on the Diamond. Make sure you check out PitcherList.com and all the goodies they have there. And you can find me on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Let's get into the news and notes from Wednesday. It was another injury-filled day around the Diamond. Jordan Alvarez, we already knew he was out with an oblique injury. Well, now we have a better timetable of what's going down. Jordan's going to be out for four to six weeks. They're hoping for a late July return. The goal is to just have him do nothing for two weeks, assess the oblique after that, and then wait another week and potentially start some baseball activities. Pretty severe oblique injury with Jordan Alvarez. And it's a big, big hit for fantasy managers and the Houston Astros. A weird one popped up on Wednesday. Joe Musgrove is dealing with bursitis in his right elbow, which is odd because he's actually pitched well of late. I, I just thought it was, you know, notched it up to Missy Mosa Spring rehabbing his toe. And he's, he's starting to get to the Joe Musgrove of old, but apparently Musgrove has bursitis in his right elbow that may have occurred while using a hyperbolic chamber during his rehab from his broken toe. It's odd. Musgrove said he's going to deal with it and work through it. It's nothing he can't pitch through over Musgrove's last four starts, 23 and a third innings pitched, 1.93 ERA, five walks and 22 strikeouts. So, yeah, he's been very, very good. Just a weird injury that um, I'm hoping doesn't take a turn for the worse at any point in time. The Milwaukee Brewers activated Eric Lauer from the IL on Wednesday and sent him to AAA to, quote-unquote, get him right. Take that as you wish. Mentioned Mitch Hanniger uh, fractured his arm on Tuesday. Uh, reports came out that he's going to have surgery on Thursday in L.A. It's most likely a 60-day IL stand. Like I think it's going to be similar to the Carson Kelly situation in Arizona, but they'll know more and have a better timetable after the surgery. J.D. Davis also left Tuesday's game with an ankle sprain. Apparently, it's a grade one ankle sprain, and their hopes he'll miss anywhere from three to ten days. So they're right now, no IL stint for J.D. Davis. We'll have to kind of wait and see how that one plays out. Lars Newtbar of the St. Louis Cardinals is going to join Memphis, their AAA affiliate, uh, on Thursday, going to start working on some baseball activities to see how he rebounds from that. And if all goes well, he'll start some rehab games this weekend and hopefully return to the Cardinals early next week. Another player down and out for Houston, Lance McCullers, underwent surgery on his right forearm last time we heard. He was shut down because of a of a setback, and now we know what it is. Right forearm, um, a ligament damage, and he will miss the rest of the season with hopes, hopes, quote-unquote, to pitch in 2024. Another player bites the dust for the season, Vinny Pascantino. This is weird because I reported to you guys yesterday that he went to the IL with a shoulder injury similar to the shoulder injury from 2022, which he missed like two weeks, two and a half weeks. Well, he's undergoing surgery to repair the labrum in his right shoulder. Vinny P will miss the remainder of the season. (coughs) 
Rangers activated Joe Barlow and Sam Huff from the IL on Wednesday. They sent Owen White, who everyone was pumped for getting the call on Tuesday. He's going back to double A, and they designated Sandy Leone for assignment. Latest update on Aaron Judge? There is no update. Aaron Boone said he's just chilling, not putting any weight on it, no activities, just the swelling slowly going down. No timetable for Aaron Judge's return. Max Muncy, they were hoping for a minimal situation with his hamstring. He was out again on Wednesday. Took ground balls, said he's he received average news from his left hamstring. Later in the day, uh, it was told to be a grade two strain. The Dodgers are hoping for Saturday. Any grade two strain is usually at least a minimal IL stint to like two to three weeks. So we're going to keep an eye on this one with Max Muncy. Some good news from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Julio Urias threw a bullpen session, and the results were good as it was an effortless bullpen with his hamstring. So good reports from Urias. Nick Lodolo had an MRI on his foot area, and it was encouraging. The results were encouraging, but still in a walking boot. Lodolo is uh, still not expected back to early August at the best case scenario. That's the way the report read, best case scenario. So that's a tough one to um, hang on to if you don't have IL spots with Nick Lodolo. Brave signed Jesus Aguilar to a minor league deal who was playing with the Oakland Athletics earlier this season. Just some more thump, and a team like the Braves, somehow he'll, he'll produce, and that's what the Braves do. They turn these guys, uh, they, they turn, um, and they make lemon out of lemonades, or they make lemonade out of lemons, stuff like that. Cattell Marte of the Diamondbacks was out of the lineup again on Wednesday, missed Tuesday's game. He's experiencing lower back discomfort from a slide at home plate he, he, uh, that took place on Monday. Marte is hoping to return on Thursday, but it sounds like it's just going to be a pain tolerance thing when he wakes up on Thursday and see how things go as he loosens it up before the game. Some interesting news out of the Dodgers from uh, manager Dave Roberts. Bobby Miller, the stud pitcher Bobby Miller, will have no innings limit this season, which is uh, kind of surprising. They did say, though, that Miller might have a start shifted around, maybe miss a start here and there. They'll manage his innings, but there's no innings limit with Bobby Miller. So we should see him through the rest of the season and into the postseason with Los Angeles Dodgers. Justin Steele's bullpen that he threw on Tuesday went very well, and they're still aiming for the Saturday return date for Justin Steele, so that could be a big boost to the Cubs and fantasy managers around. Salvador Perez left Wednesday's game with a hand contusion. X-rays were negative. He'll be reevaluated on Friday after the swelling goes down some more. And then Mike Clevenger left his start on Wednesday with a right arm injury. It was not pretty. That's what I'll say. Like the, this, looking at the grimace, the grabbing, just it was not good for Mister Clev Dog. So uh, he's going to be down and out for some time. It looks like could be wrong. Could be reading too much into it, but it does not look good at all. Some hitting highlights from Wednesday: Michael Harris, the second the Braves played a double dip against the Detroit Tigers in the doubleheader. Harris went four for eight with a double, a home run, three runs scored, four RBIs, and a stolen base. The combo meal took place in Game One, Game Two, kind of a dud, but overall a great day at the plate and more importantly over Harris's last eight games he's hitting 452 with three doubles three home runs seven runs scored eight RBIs and two stolen bases for those that were patient with the youngster Mr. Harris he's starting to figure it out and looks much much better at the plate the ancient one Jose Abreu after a horrific start to the season and many of us including myself writing him off is heating up folks he went three for four with a double a home run two runs scored and three RBIs on Wednesday since June 1st, over 12 games, Jose Abreu's hitting 327, three doubles, three home runs, five runs scored, and 13 RBIs over those 12 games. Abreu, I'm not going to say he's fully back yet, but he's looking very, very serviceable, and this could be a big boost to an Astros team that just lost Jordan Alvarez for quite some time. Fernando Tatis Jr., the man with the many shoulder surgeries and more, 
is on fire. Three for four, two doubles, a home run, two runs scored, an RBI, and two stolen bases on um, Wednesday. Tatis is now hitting 283 with 14 home runs and 10 stolen bases on the 47 games played this season. And what's more impressive, uh, AJ Casavelli, one of the beat reporters for the Padres, tweeted out, no one has had a game like the one Fernando Tatis turned in tonight. He had a home run, three extra base hits, two runs scored, two stolen bases, a walk, and an outfield assist. He's the first player on record uh, since 1901 with that stat line. Pretty impressive stuff there for one Fernando Tatis Jr. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from Wednesday. We had some good pitching overall, which is kind of surprising and unheard of most days of the baseball season. Jose Barrios continues to look really, really good. Seven and two-thirds innings pitch, no earns, three hits, one walk, and five strikeouts for Barrios. Eight whiffs, a 37% CSW. Uh, Barrios has three in runs or less in eight straight starts, 41 Ks and 51 innings over those eight starts. He's pretty much a lock and load right now. It's been pretty impressive to see the rebound for Mr. Jose Barrios. Ranger Suarez, he keeps getting better and better. He's bringing back flashbacks of uh, a couple years ago when he was very, very solid for the Philadelphia Phillies. Suarez threw seven shutout innings with four hits, two walks, and seven Ks against a pretty hot D-backs lineup in Arizona on Wednesday night. Suarez had 10 whiffs, a 29% CSW over his 105 pitches. And over Suarez's last four games, Ranger has pitched 26 and two-thirds innings. He's only allowed four earned runs in those four starts with 22 strikeouts. Pretty solid stuff there from Ranger Suarez. And then there's Yuri Perez, who looked like was going to be out of the rotation in no time with Trevor Rogers coming back. Now Trevor Rogers is getting delayed because of a non-throwing shoulder injury. And Yuri just keeps just outstanding pitching. Six shutout innings, two hits, one walk, six Ks against the Seattle Mariners. Yuri had 10 whiffs and a 28% CSW on 93 pitches. Over Yuri Perez's last four starts, he has thrown 21 innings, only one earned run over those four starts. Eight walks and 20 strikeouts. Very impressive stuff from the youngster for the floor, for the Miami Marlins. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Wednesday. Camilo Duvall picked up his 18th save. Jordan Romano picked up his 19th save. Alexis Diaz was added again, picking up his 17th save. And Jason Adam is just loving life when Pete Fairbanks is out. Adam picked up his 11th save of the season. It's almost at the point where even when Fairbanks is back and he threw a scoreless rehab start on Tuesday, I believe, even when Fairbanks comes back, he was kind of scuffling. Adam's been lights out. They should almost leave Adam in the back of the bullpen, but we'll see how it plays out there. Tampa Bay does Tampa Bay things. Just wait and see how that one goes. Craig Kimbrell pitched a shutdown ninth inning to get the win as the Phillies won in extras in Arizona, and that led to Jose Alvarado getting the save in the 10th for his sixth save of the season, first save since returning from the I.L., Johan Duran for the Minnesota Twins pitched the eighth inning in a high leverage situation in the Twins' 4-2 win over the Brew Crew, and that allowed Griffin Jacks to pick up his first save of the season. Pretty cool stuff here because Griffin Jacks was a discussion point in the preseason as a guy that could show up and get saves later in the year. Um, great leverage arm in the bullpen. I have a lot of draft and hold chairs of him, so this is great to see. Um, he's a very, very, very talented reliever that just doesn't get all the attention because Johan Duran is a beast. For more information on relief pitchers, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com. All right, before we take a look at Thursday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. 
Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right. Welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrick, and a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BD Entrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We have a seven-game main slate. There's three day games on Thursday, but seven-game main slate starting at 7.10 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the bats I'm looking for, I want some Chicago White Sox bats. They put up an eight spot on the Dodgers on Wednesday. I'm looking for some White Sox bats against Michael Grove. He's been very, very hittable. Berger hit two home runs on Wednesday. There's just a lot to like with the White Sox in this matchup. I also like the Atlanta Brazers, Kyle Freeland. That's always a great spot to target. And then if you want to be a little contrarian, and it's not that contrarian, I guess, but taking those Dodger bats against Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease has not been the ace of last season. So a little Dodgers-White Sox game stack could be pretty, pretty fun. On the mound, Nate Eovaldi going up against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Eovaldi's got AL Cy Young contention under his sleeve. He's been outstanding. Sub-3 ERA, sub-1 whip, all the strikeouts, going deep into games. He's a beast. Going to take, like Eovaldi versus the Angels, the high strikeout Angels. Marcus Stroman versus the Pittsburgh Pirates is another really good one. Stroman's just been outstanding. Strikeouts have been decent, but tons of weak, weak contact, tons of ground balls. Pittsburgh, very suspect offense. I like that one quite a bit as well. Some things I'm looking forward to on your Thursday on the Diamond. Taj Bradley versus the Oakland Athletics. The Red Hot A's who had their seven-game win streak snapped with a Rays win on Wednesday. Still a great game. The A's competed, man. They're playing some really good baseball. But Glass now looked decent. I want to see how Taj Bradley does. He's a guy that he's been very up and down, but overall still good stuff. I want to see what he does against the A's in Oco Coliseum. Aaron Nola going against the D-backs. We know the Aaron Nola saga. It's good. It's bad. It's all over the place, but he still goes deep into games. He still gets strikeouts. Uh, we just saw Ranger Suarez do his thing. We saw Zach Wheeler do his thing on Tuesday night. I want to see how Aaron Nola does against the D-backs on Thursday. And then Logan Allen going against the San Diego Padres, a San Diego team that hits lefties extremely well, hitting like around 275 with a 220-ish ISO versus lefties over the last few weeks. Really want to see how this goes because Allen – He's been really lights out this year until his last start. He had his, really, his first real big hiccup. Tanner Bybee got beat up by San Diego on Tuesday. So I want to see how Logan Allen bounces back against this really, really potent Padres offense. An offense saw Tatis, Machado, Soto, and Nelson Cruz all go deep on Wednesday night. So this will be a big test for Logan Allen, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the youngster handles it. That'll do it, folks. That'll be another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you all go to PitcherList.com. Go check out all the great articles by the great staff that works there, the great tools. And go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. It gets you in the Discord and all the and, and, and more tools and much, much more. Go to PitcherList.com, PL Plus, PL Pro. But that'll do it for me. You can find me on Twitter once again at BDentrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'll be back tomorrow to recap Thursday's action, get you ready for Friday, a big, big Friday 
on the diamond. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast, Thursday, June 15th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.